Welcome to a new series, God's Wisdom. In this series, I will be presenting tips and advice surrounding business, economics, finance, human nature, and lessons from history using biblical principles. Today, the first episode will focus on unethical business practices. In the Bible and throughout our history, and why it's important to protect yourself from these sharks in the business world. One thing that the Bible touches on is the importance of property. You know, when you're doing business, they have what they call intellectual property. You have to protect yourself from others stealing your idea, stealing your name, stealing your logo, stealing your patent, which is why it's important to be incorporated. See, the importance of property, the Bible uses the commandment, thou shalt not steal. Forbidden to desire or take things belonging to a neighbor. See, the Bible referred to the free use of own things freely. God believes that whatever belongs to you, you should do whatever you wish with it. The biggest example that I saw in the Bible that focused on this principle was the story of Naboth and Ahab and Naboth's vineyard. Naboth, he was a Jezreelite, which is a citizen of the Israel city of Jezreel. Forgive me if I'm not saying that correctly. See, Naboth owned a vineyard in the city. However, the vineyard was close to the palace of Ahab, who was the king of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, Let me have your vineyard to use for vegetable garden, since it is close to my palace. In exchange, I would give you a better vineyard or if you prefer, I will pay you whatever it is worth. But see, Naboth replied, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. See, Ahab was trying to be greedy. He was already the king. He already had a palace. But he went to the man on the lowest totem of the pole to try to take from him and trying to bribe him so that he can own the vineyard too. But Naboth had principles, morals. And he told him, I'm not giving you my property. My ancestors passed this down to me. Why should I give it to you? 
So guess what Ahab did? Ahab went home mad and he refused to eat because Naboth wouldn't let him have the vineyard. He went home crying, upset, sitting on the bed, miserable, until his wife saw him in his miserable state. See, his wife persuaded him to take divine yard from Naboth. His wife motivated him. His wife inspired him. His wife influenced him. See, Ahab was supposed to be this strong king of Israel. But he's going to get mad and start crying because he can't have another man's property. But his wife, she was more ruthless. She was vicious and she had her husband's back. What she did, she wrote letters in Ahab's name. And she sent them out to the elders and the nobles who lived in the city of Jezreel. Which was Naboth's city. That's where he was from. The letter told the citizens to fast and bring charges upon Naboth and stone him to death. Guess what the citizens did when they saw that letter? They took him out. They charged him and they stoned him to death. He was killed by his own people. So when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, he went to the city and took possession of his vineyard. Now, I can only imagine the feeling Ahab was going through at that time that he found out that man was dead. His greed, his hunger for more, had him thinking, I'm free. Now I can take this vine yard. This man is dead. This belongs to me now. This is mine. This is my city. And everything in it belongs to me. But see what Ahab didn't realize was another key principle in the Bible. You reap what you sow. See, he didn't realize What you do to the next man will be dealt to you in return, rather than be good or bad. The Lord saw this. He saw everything. He sees everything. So he sent Elijah, the prophet from the town of Tishbe. He sent word to Elijah to confront Ahab about his actions. Ahab sold himself to do evil in the eyes of the Lord by going after idols. Remember, Ahab is one of the kings of Israel. He's supposed to be focused on the Lord. That's who he's supposed to worship an idol. 
But instead, he worshiped material possessions, the vineyard, the palace, the city itself. Wealth and power is what drove him. So Elijah told Ahab he would face death for his actions. Ahab got afraid. He feared the Lord and he humbled himself to the Lord by fasting. Unclothed himself and walked around naked. The Lord decided not to punish Ahab because he humbled himself. But the Lord said he would bring disaster upon his kids. So no matter what Ahab did, he had already violated in the Lord's eyes. And the Lord was going to make him pay through his kids. So what business lessons do we take from this story? I want to briefly talk about a real life situation similar to this. Let me briefly talk about the story of Ray Kroc, who many know as one of the most successful businessmen of all time. Who was the pioneer in the innovation of the McDonald's that we know today. See, before Ray Kroc became the businessman that we know today. Before he met the McDonald brothers, he was nothing but a guy running around the country selling milkshakes. He was broke. Scratched out. But he was hungry for money, power. Hungry for success. So Ray Kroc got word about the McDonald's brothers. And he saw they had a thriving business in San Bernardino, California, if I remember correctly. The business was McDonald's and the innovation was they had an assembly line. To where they, instead of having a bunch of workers in the back flipping burgers, they had an assembly line to where they was able to produce mass production on the burgers and get the orders out faster. Ray Kroc took notice of this and he approached the McDonald brothers with a deal. Let's go into business together. Let's form some franchises all across the country. In return, I cut you a profit. And you cut me a percentage. But later down the road, guess what happened to Ray Kroc? He got greedy. And he eventually got himself in a situation where he was in between a rock and a hard place. And he got into a lot of debt. In order to pay his debt and in order to keep his business and franchise, he came up with the bright idea to cut out the McDonald brothers. And take over the whole entire McDonald's corporation. So he approached the brothers with a deal. We can either continue our partnership. Expand this organization. But we need to change around some things in the McDonald's business. We need to change a few things that I, I, I feel like the company don't have the right principles. We need to change some things. But the McDonald brothers wasn't with it. You see, 
instead of respecting that, Ray Kroc did a deal behind their back with a bunch of loan companies and a guy by the name of Harry Sonnenborn. He approached the McDonald brothers about buying them out of the McDonald's corporation. But guess what happened? They agreed to the deal through a handshake. Eventually, Ray Kroc bought all the real estate from the McDonald's corporation. He opened up a restaurant right across the street from the original original. McDonald's restaurant in competition with them just to prove a point that he can be better without them. Eventually, the brothers lost out on all the potential income they would have gained from McDonald's as it grew over the years because of Ray Kroc. They went crazy. They became so stressed out. One of the brothers, Richard McDonald, Started experiencing health problems. And he eventually had a heart attack. And the brother's legacy. Have been forgotten until this day. And Ray Kroc takes all the credit. Because of sneaky business practices. And his desire for greed. And power and money. The same situation that happened with Ahab. So what lessons do we take from these two stories? Number one, don't take anything that's not yours. If you have that desire, put together some paperwork and arrange a deal to agree on. Stand firm, have some morals and principles, and be respectable of the next man's property. Number two, to prevent others from stealing your ideas and business plan, create a patent, form a business structure, trademark your name or your logo, and hire some lawyers. That way, you are guaranteed to be protected in the case that someone try to steal from you or be sneaky and go behind your back. Number three. Greed will destroy every man and produce demons in his own life. While Ahab did eventually possess their vineyard, he produced a demon in his life by facing punishment from the Lord. Now his kids will suffer. Ray Kroc eventually became the sole owner him and the man Harry of McDonald's. But eventually he faced his own demons, getting addicted to alcohol and had to later go into rehab. So greed will always describe the men who want more because they will always feel like they don't have enough. Number four. Good guys finish last in the business world. Always remember that. Nabot was killed. Richard McDonald became so stressed out 
after the shady business practices with Ray Kroc that he eventually died. And him and his brother gained less than they would have if they stayed with the McDonald's Corporation. The same business that they started. So remember this. You have to create a balance in the business world to where you still have your morals and principles. But don't let people run over you in business. You have to create a balance to where you are ruthless also. That you let people know that I'm not to be taken advantage of. Still be ethical. Still have your principles. And still be a man about your business. But don't let people take advantage of you. Don't let people punk you. Because it can be done if you don't have your guard up. Just as they did a hard at the McDonald's brothers. Number five. Always, always have a solid team behind you to go to battle with. Ahab had his wife. Ray Kroc had Harry. Sonnenborn. You need to have a team behind you. People who are protecting you. People who are going to stand on the front line and battle with you. People who are going to have their be- your best interest in mind when it comes to doing business. Have a solid team. Have great business partners. Because when it's time to go to battle... With these sharks and shady people in the business world. You need somebody that's there for you. And showing you the ropes. And making sure you don't get tricked. But that's it for episode one of God's Wisdom. Unethical Business Practices. I hope you guys learned something that really took a valuable lesson from this. Because this... The business world is a shady game. It's a shady world. There's a lot of crooks out here. I see it daily in the trucking industry. But one thing we must remember as God's children. We don't have. To accumulate these devious principles and evil ways that our enemies in the business world have. But we should always stand firm, keep our guards up, and remember what we are doing it for. You guys stay blessed. I'll see you on the next episode.